Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A, B, N. It's headphones nailed! What's up guys and welcome back to another episode of Headphones Neil Reviews. I'm your host as always, Headphones Neil, bringing you my general review for the Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power uh, premiere episodes. So basically the first two episodes of the um, show that are now airing on Amazon Prime. So I did have a chance to watch them. I actually had originally thought that um, it was going to be just the first episode, but we did get two episodes to kind of round out where... The show is going, get a feel for it and all of that stuff. So the show itself, from what I read online, is that it takes place a few thousand years before the events of The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. But you do have a couple of characters that are familiar to everyone in the original film. So you have um, notably Galadriel as a young version of herself and a very young version of Elrond. So... Um, when you're watching the show, you do have different characters, but it, because the show takes thousands, takes place thousands of years earlier, it makes sense. And because elves have such long lives, that also makes sense as well. And you kind of get a feel for their personalities and how they translate into events later in life, especially when we do meet those two characters in Lord of the Rings. So essentially, we have a world that is kind of it's not necessarily a rebuilding time but it's actually the end of a period from the last time when we had the rise of Morgoth and Sauron and their what is believed to be their defeat so you do have the elves going around trying to round up the last of the elves find um Sauron and Morgoth's last stronghold and all of that sort of stuff so you have in general people the general population is weary of war it's notably on the human side um you have the elves or the dwarves who are friends with the elves and not happy with the state of their relationship notably between um elrond and um i think his name was Durin, one of the dwarves so because it's one of the scenes where the relationships are not being kept up you have that separation of friendships and um their previous like team-ups and all of that 
Um, the humans are around, but there's very little going on with them, I guess, at the moment. But in general, the second episode feels like we have Galadriel trying to find the realm of men and dealing with a guy who's supposed to be, um, I guess, the old, the like a predecessor to Aragorn, I guess. So maybe one of his ancestors, potentially, which is the initial thought and impression that I got from that guy. So in general, it feels like, or and having read the Silmarillion years ago, it feel and not and also not having much memory of exactly the time frame of everything. It kind of feels like this is gonna be. I want to say this like the second age where we have their return. Um, that I don't know if it's like anything related to like the creation of the One Ring or what's going on with the actual rings. So um, that's actually something I want to review and kind of get a general idea of when all this takes place, but. In general, it's a good start. You have a current state of affairs. You have the different characters and people of the different uh, races um, giving enough time. Um, you even have hobbits showing up, not necessarily any of their interactions with anybody else, but at least you get an idea for what they're up to as well. Um, one of the high points that I find of the show is we have Game of Thrones style transitions for when we're going from one location to the next but rather than having all those locations all at the top of the show like game of thrones and um house of the dragon we have those um location changes throughout the show so when you're going from uh like the elvish capital to like the human cities or to the um i want to say Kara dune whatever the dwarf mountain is um you have those cards showing you exactly where you're going so you don't have to um, remember the names or you don't have to feel bad about remembering the names because for me I know I'll have, I'm not going to remember them if you give me all the names at the beginning it's going to be hard to remember them but by having them throughout the episode and showing you exactly when there is that location change it becomes one of those things where you are it kind of becomes a nice thing to have it throughout the show to the point where I kind of wish um, House of the Dragon would have done that or over the course of the show of Game of Thrones that we had that as well, like had it done that way in that show. But regardless, it's nice to have that here. The names are a little bit more out there as far as rememberability. So um, having those the those place uh, those name location names show up throughout the episode makes it that much easier of a watch. So I'm very curious to see where they go from here. Um, overall, I'm enjoying it so far. Um, it does make it nice that they're split up into episodes because an hour-long version of Lord of the Rings is easier to process than um, a three-hour movie, so definitely, I definitely appreciate that. And it was actually also nice to see the inside of the Dwarf Mountain. Um, I don't know if that's the same mountain that we saw in Lord of the Rings. Um, the, I guess Gimli's cousin who was a king or like guarding over the mountain is... Whatever that mountain was, I don't know if that's the same name, same mountain, but I'm actually curious to see if that it was the same mountain um, that they went through. But it was nice to see the inside of a working mountain and see the grandiosity and splendor of uh, dwarf uh, strongholds. So uh, definitely a welcome sight. And overall, all of the um, sets and location designs are very beautiful, very well done. Um, the and that's also all in contrast to the humans 
which are more, I don't want to say run down, but more separated and in shambles just because I guess there's no leader among them to uh, unite them like they have with the, or like the dwarves and the elves have in their societies. So that's all there is for this particular review. So um, I'm going to continue to watch them. I don't know if I'm going to do a weekly review but or a final season review. But overall, I am right now recommending the show. It's worth watching. If you enjoyed um, The Hobbit or Lord of the Rings or both of those, then you will enjoy Rings of Power. Just know that it takes place thousands of years before those films. So um, some of the names and pe- or some of the people and locations might sound familiar. Some will not. But once you kind of get, but they, like I said, they provide those location placeholders um, throughout the show so you know where you're going. And they pretty regularly say everybody's name so it's easy to stay on top of who's talking to who. And um, everyone stands out as their unique race. So you know the elves, who the elves are, who the dwarves are, hobbits, humans, and all of that. So it's easy to distinguish them between amongst themselves. So um, that should not be a problem as well. So. That's all there is for this particular review and update. Like I said, I recommend watching it. First two episodes are streaming now on Amazon Prime. So that's The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. So thanks for tuning into this particular episode. If you have any questions, comments, feedback, what do you like, dislike, things they could do better in the show, you can comment on this post on Twitter at PatelN01. The website is headphonesneal.reviews for past episodes, subscription links supporting the show. And all of that good stuff. But thanks for tuning into this particular review.